You're good. Yeah. All right, cool. Hello and welcome back to the Sly Dog Visa Cast. I'm your host, the Sly Dog, and I'm excited to have a returning guest today. Uh, last time he was of his solo project, Durbin, but today he is from Clean, Bur- Clean Break on lead vocals, Mr. James Durbin. James, how you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Crowd went mild. <laughs> hey, those those crickets are losing their minds. They're cheering as loud as they possibly. Oh yeah, completely. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, how you doing, man? I'm good. Doing good. Oh, yeah. Awesome. In the in the dark once more. It's it's this is my studio and I always keep it this this vibey in here. So it's yeah. Yeah, it's definitely definitely feeling it. Yeah, well, welcome back. Last up, last time I had you here, we were talking about uh your first solo record for uh Frontiers. And here we are with your first uh kind of uh put together project with Frontiers, Clean Break. Uh the album is called Coming Home. It's out July 8th, and you're, you've been thrown into quite the mix with Mike Flintz mm-hmm. of uh, Riot 5, uh, Perry Richardson, and Robert Sweet as well in the band. So uh, was this a combination that was brought to you, or did you like kind of have something in mind when you went to and go to Frontiers? Like, hey, what do you guys think of this idea? Oh, when I let's backtrack. When I signed with Frontiers in December of 2019, the original idea was for me to do a solo album, which became Durban the Beast Awakens. And then right after that, well, not right after it, it, it this actually, it, the way that it happened was more right after it than I was expecting. Um, we went right into what is now Clean Break. And so uh, Frontiers kind of came to me with Robert and Perry, uh, both from Striper. And that was a no-brainer. You know, you have this phenomenal rhythm section that plays together, you know, all the time. So it's like, oh, yeah, that works. Yep. That's great. They're going to be locked in. They're going to have great feel with each other. And and uh, yeah, perfect. Um, then we were talking about guitar players and we each came up with a, a short list. Uh, and on Nick Teeter's list, uh, he, who works for Frontiers Records, um, he's the uh, U.S. rep. Uh, he mentioned Mike Flint and was like, oh, wow. Wow, really? <laughs> and and listening to him play. And then once we had made that choice and the song that he brought to the album and, and just his, his performance of everything, uh, including the songs that I wrote and demoed and was listening to my, my garbage demos. And <laughs> then hearing, just hearing parts that I, played as like i enjoy these for like rhythmic solo parts like i enjoy these but you know take them or leave them like probably just leave them probably just do your own thing and and to listen to the masters for the very first time uh hearing everything re-recorded um by the band and hearing mike took these parts that were basically throwaways for me um and taking them and like playing upon them and then adding to them and using that as like his base which he completely didn't have to but the fact that he did and what he did with it it just it blew my mind and it's still when i think about it i still like put myself or listen to it i still try to put myself in that awe of the very first time i heard what he did so it's um yeah he just he just takes a different route with his guitar playing and i i love that i love creative guitar players it's it's you know there's there's a lot of great guitar players and some of them are lazy um i i'm a i'm 
not a great guitar player and I'm lazy. <laughs> so it's when, when to find, um, you know, when you can find both is, uh, both the positive ones are, uh, in, in my opinion, but, um, yeah, he, he checks all the boxes. Yeah. His playing is incredible on this album. And it was a combination of, you know, you know, I, when I saw like Perry and Robert, I'm like, okay, that makes sense. And I was like, Mike Flint's I'm like, okay. And then when that first song came out, I was like, whoa, like just holy shit. Uh, I, I believe the first song was uh, "Coming Home." Uh, I think I think mm-hmm. there was like kind of like a like a buzz like ab- about it, about it a little bit like holy shit like this is gonna be really good so uh, yeah this is getting people excited. Um, one thing I've noticed is you kind of like at least the branding of this seems to be uh, you know it's supposed to be like an American heavy metal record a tribute to American heavy metal. Um, now I'm familiar with the new wave of British heavy metal, but what does what do you mean when you say like American heavy metal? Like what sound are you kind of trying to emulate and pay tribute to? I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't I didn't coin the phrase. Um, that was a frontiers thing, and I I, <laughs> I like it. You know, I'm like American metal, huh? What's that? Um, and you know they uh, I I credit I credit uh, Alessandro Dovecchio for what he's written uh on this album because i really didn't know i i my songs that i wrote were kind of like they were post durban right so it's i was still kind of in that and there is very much that i don't know i don't know what how to label it because if i label it something then people are gonna be like oh yeah it's totally that's exactly what it is. rip off but <laughs> there's 12 notes uh and a handful of a uh, handful of uh rhythms that that feel right for the for the genre so you know if everyone's already done them then whatever um but uh, just in that fantastic not fantastic as it's so great but the fan in the fantasy sense um yeah it's uh sorry i'm a little i'm a little out there today that's that's all right man that's all right i'm a little all over but yeah american metal not sure um i I, yeah i'm not sure you (laughs) tell me what whatever it sounds like to you i honestly hear a little i hear like a like a cross between like 80s metal and i hear like a little bit of there's something modern about it like i was thinking like at one point i was like huh this is kind of black label society ish in a way like with its heaviness cool i like that yeah those are those are great yeah i guess in american metal could be seen as 80s metal that 80s hair a little bit there's a little bit of that um but i yeah i do feel like there's more it's more modern it's definitely modern with the production there's i don't know there's just a a more modern sensibility to it i feel like it's 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 bringing new life into something old yeah you mentioned oh sorry no, you're good. I was just gonna, you mentioned Alessandro Del Vecchio, and he's somebody you know. He has his hands in a lot of stuff at uh, Frontiers, and I, I wanted to ask, like, what for you? What was it like working with him on on this album? Like, did he kind of challenge you in a way to like, like either like you know write a different way or sing a different way? Because to me, you're also singing a little different on this album. Like, it, it's almost like you're singing more from like your chest in a way. Like, like you do some high shrieky stuff, but like you're like a little bit more like oomph, like from right here. It seems like. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, it's it's enjoyable. Uh, these days I am enjoying doing that more and kind of using my lower register. Um, and it's it's not necessarily a conscious choice and it wasn't something that was ever said. Um, 
No, the great thing about working with Alessandro is he just, he, nothing needed to be said, you know, and we did talk, but there's, you know, nothing really needed to be said. It was more like spoken through the performance itself. You know, he, he gave me things and, you know, I learned the songs to his demo vocals, the ones that I didn't demo myself or write myself. And so and even with one of the ones that the one that we worked on together is dream forever. And when I had first written it, the chorus was different. There was a, the music was a little bit different. And then the chorus was a little different and then it got notes and then it came back and Alessandro had changed some of the melodies and uh, structure of the chorus. Um, and then I held on to that and was like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep some of this <laughs> and then I'm going to revert <laughs> a couple other things. Um, and then also change uh, a couple other things entirely. And I ended up doing those on my, just my vocal recording, my vocal sessions here in my studio. And, uh, and you know, <laughs> no notes were exchanged after that because it had to be mixed. So <laughs> that's, that's, how you get, that's how you get your ideas to be the final say, but um no there were never any issues or anything and it was all you know we're we're that's what i love about this group and i told mike and and perry and and robert this at the music video shoots for for coming home clean break and and uh and the subsequent b-roll footage that will be released on friday uh, along with the album uh gosh (laughs) it's friday already wow yeah and um it's almost here yeah i told those guys i was like I've, I've had a, and I, I use this term very loosely. I've had a, I've had a long career um, that I'm very grateful and very humbled and, and fortunate to have had the opportunities to uh, uh, at, at what does NASA say? Early t- attempts at success. Right. Yeah. These are my early attempts at success, not failures. I don't believe in failure. Um early attempts at success and I've worked with really great people and I've worked with questionable people and I've worked with liars and I've worked with assholes and I've worked with, um, best friends. And I, uh, you know, what does Stewie say? Some friends become enemies, some enemies become friends. Yep. Um, and, you know, that's just life early attempts at success. And, uh, but what I told these guys is that, you know, this has been such clean break has been such a relaxing it's it's literally been what the band is it's literally been a clean break from bullshit um and it's just you know it's it's just great everyone's very simple to work with um you know if you like something you tell somebody you like it and if you don't like it you tell somebody you don't like it and no one has a problem with it you know it's for the good of the band that's it you know and it's it's great it's great to to kind of have that of like we're all really fortunate to be making this record together it's really cool that we got this opportunity from frontiers records to to do this and you know here we are let's you know what do we have to complain about we're 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 making another album you know and something that we we uh i don't know like as a musician you put that energy at least i can speak for myself as a musician i put positive positive energy and affirmations out there into the universe and into the stratosphere and and 
that stuff, I believe that that stuff manifests and whether it's just happening because it's happening uh, and that's where I'm putting my energy, it's still cause and effect. Uh, you know, it's, it's really crazy because I've seen it happen. It's happened for me so many times. Um, American Idol, that was that. Yeah. Quiet Riot, that was that. Um, you know, but also some of these things that I think that I want. Um, and there's been many cases of this, things that I think that I want in my life. Um, I get those opportunities and then they happen. And then I do yeah. see that you know, you can't always get what you want, you know, um, it's, it's, it's the, it's, it's the, the stone uh, song. Yeah. It's the stones. Yeah. You try sometimes I was thinking about it. I was like, well, if you try sometimes you just might find you get what you need. Exactly. So, you know, but sometimes you got to wade through the shit to find what you need. Uh, but it's, you know, it's, uh, my, my trajectory in life, my, my cause is to gain wisdom. And so I know that a lot of wisdom has to, if, if, mo if not most wisdom, because you can't learn it, you can't be taught wisdom, you have right. to earn it, you have to live it. And most of my wisdom has come from uh, early attempts at success. I love that. That's something I'm going to try and take away from this interview. Early awesome. attempts at success. I love that. That's a great I phrase. heard it on a podcast. It's, uh, that's what NASA calls their... Uh, their fails. <laughs> I love it. Uh, you, you mentioned something, you mentioned working on the videos, which is something I wanted to ask you about. It kind of seems like, you know, in the last couple of years, because of the pandemic, you know, most videos, everybody was somewhere else and, and kind of made to look like they were together when they weren't. Now everybody's kind of getting together and doing live videos again, which is super cool. So you actually got to meet uh, Perry and Robert and Mike, even though you might not have been in the same room when you recorded with them. What was that like? Was it was just just kind of like this big coming together? Like you know, like you've been talking online all this time, and now, and now you're all buds getting to hang out in real life. What was that like? I mean, it was really, it was just really relaxed. It was really, really mellow and and cool. Um, I was, I was exhausted because I had had two shows the that same weekend or something like that, and like travel dates. So I had done shows and and. I assumed that they had also, but I, I don't think they had that weekend. But um, yeah, I was only on a very limited amount of sleep uh, <laughs> during that. And so walking in with coffee and uh, and just seeing Mike and, and Perry and Robert standing there and I just walk up with my suitcase and I'm like, so guys, hi, you want to film some videos? Nice to meet you. <laughs> you know, like, nice to meet you. You want to make it look like we've been playing together? Um, and it was just great. And it was all hugs and, and how are you? And, you know, the, the day just took, it was just so nice and mellow. Like we hit like a, we hit like a, I don't know, an, an energy roadblock um, switching between videos, the clean break video the single clean break yeah um i wrote that and that's what we named the band after and ended up releasing as a single in a video uh the one of the boxing ring we filmed that in like an hour and 15 minutes because oh, wow. we only had that location for like three hours and most of it was set up um so yeah all the filming took place really quickly and then we floated over to another location at the same studio where we filmed coming home and we did all the in-studio stuff and individual shots performance stuff and then we went into the uh the private jet room yeah. which is just like a 
a crappy room with like a, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> a stupid prop jet in the middle with like some you know shitty couches in it and stuff and it's just the magic of uh magic of film <laughs> they really make it uh you know they make it look like something instead of nothing it's pretty funny but yeah we were all very excited to see each other and at a certain point of the day you know we got food and and uh somebody brought in like a 24 pack of uh of budweiser aluminum bottles and <laughs> and <laughs> i'm just like i do not drink this stuff this is I, i'm not a prude i definitely will if i'm gonna drink cheap i'm gonna drink pbr that's that's my way but um yeah it was it was just funny just drinking drinking budweiser's and uh robert was having a bunch of budweiser's and and perry was ha- had a beer and a cigar outside <laughs> it was just so funny and and uh it was just great it just like totally loosened things up and then like by the end of the day we were all just all bummed that we had to leave each other and you know uh it was just great it just felt like old family nice i can only imagine like you know you guys all kind of have your own thing going on you know with perry and robert with striper and mike with riot and you know you've got your solo thing like i can only imagine what it would be like if you guys played a show because like i feel like you guys could do like a really like just by the way we described like a tight set of like you know the the, the clean break songs and then some of your own it's like i can i can totally hear you singing overnight sensation by firehouse in my head so oh wow. oh like that kind of show that'd be cool yeah that'd be really cool i didn't think about it to do it like that yeah. but yeah to like throw in a one from everybody's yeah uh, everyone's past yeah that'd be really cool that'd be really sweet yeah that's a great idea i'm gonna i'm gonna you can i can i mention that absolutely yeah please do (laughs) just make sure it's just make sure it's in southern california just so i can get there (laughs) where where in Uh, san San diego preferably oh cool (laughs) nice Uh, i was just there oh great nice Um, yeah i just played a sold out show with some buddies um yeah awesome uh so i don't know if you remember our last interview but on our last interview um i asked you about uh doing recording with alan parsons for like some vocal demo thing he did and now yeah you're appearing on his new album which i kind of i I had to laugh because i kind of like thought like mentioned like oh wouldn't that be cool if you guys did a song together and then here it is so how did that come come together like i felt like that was kind of a cool little domino effect thing yeah it definitely was again you know manifesting uh manifesting dreams um We, of course, we had worked together on, I got to work with him on the art and science of sound recording back in 2008, the first time I auditioned for American Idol. So I was out in San Francisco doing that and floated over to the studio. Um, I think it was in Oakland or Emeryville, maybe, where Pixar is. Uh, But they ended up dedicating that studio to an in Alan Parsons name. So that was like an exciting thing that happened when we were there um, that I didn't know about. And then, so I was doing some, um, yeah, I'm a working musician. I make a living doing music. So I do session work from time to time. Um, and somebody was, uh, had a kind of a Broadway album, demo album uh of their stuff that they were demoing uh for something and uh wanted me to sing on it and just so happened that the um producer of that project was um mr julian colbeck and julian colbeck is alan parsons right hand man basically and all of their production stuff he was on um the art and science of sound recording i believe it was 
you know, produced by them both. Uh, Colfax Media was the company. And then um, Julian also does these things with Alan Parsons uh, called the Masterclass Sessions. And that's where you can pay. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyone can pay. Yeah. <laughs> if you've got the pay, you can, you can definitely pay. But <laughs> uh, you will pay. Uh, uh, to go up to Alan Parsons uh, studio, Parsonics, um, outside of Santa Barbara and go in there with a band or an artist and record a song from a demo, like go from like an iPhone recording to recording a demo to uh, recording everything in studio. And uh, Alan, you can be in the room with Alan when he's uh, miking everything and setting up mics and all this stuff. And and it's this whole experience. You're in there with him, with him. And then back in the studio and he's giving notes to the band or the singers and everything. It's, it's you're there, hands-on. Um, and they film it too. So Julian uh, asked me if I wanted to be a part of one of the masterclass sessions uh, with Alan. I'd be the featured, the featured artist slash uh, singer. And um, Julian was like, would you want to write a song for it? I was like, yeah, that'd be cool. I'll rather write a song with you, Julian. Um, and because uh, Julian's a great, phenomenal uh, piano player, keyboard player, um, old school. And uh, so we wrote a song called Give Him My Love, which was an idea that I've had for a while of like when someone, when you say goodbye to somebody, there's that old phrase of, um, you know, if you're going to visit family, you know, if my mom goes to visit my sister, um, I'm like, yeah, give her my love, you know, that sort of thing. And so I was thinking about that in a deeper artistic sense, if you will, a <laughs> bullshit yeah. artistic sense. And, uh, and was like, oh, give them my love. What if when someone dies before they die, your last words to them were give them my love, you know, bring them my yeah. love. And for everyone, everyone that you've lost and, and the people that they had lost that they're going to then join, um, give them my love. So that's what we wrote a song about and it's super deep. Um, and we went and recorded it and I had had, you know, three shows the three nights before and then had to, uh, I got, what was it? I got home at like three thirty AM and then I had to leave at like 6 AM. No, it was <laughs> earlier than that. No, I got home at like, midnight and then i had to leave at 3 30 a.m and drive Ow. four and a half plus hours to alan parsons studio uh, oh, man. From, from santa cruz from from watsonville and santa cruz to uh to uh outside santa barbara and i imagine that not being a fun ride because i've seen footage of his studio it's up in the hills and everything i imagine yeah. that being a bit twisty and windy that early in the morning <laughs> Oh, I got, I got lost. Um, yeah, I got lost. And then after the full day of recording, I had to drive back because I had like, I had to drive up to a, I couldn't stay the night because I had a gig the next day also. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was like, I'm going to drive home. I'm going to get a full night's sleep and then go to my next gig. So, um, yeah, we recorded the song there and that's the version i'm assuming that's the version that'll be on the album uh with the exception of the addition of a guitar solo played by joe bonamassa which (laughs) i heard that and i was like what are you kidding like when i heard that they wanted to put it that alan wanted to put the song in the album i was like no way that's rad so cool 
and yeah. then you know with the uh yeah with the addition of uh of joe it's just like wow oh what yeah it's pretty cool i'm pretty stoked for it and yeah. glad that he's uh i just talked with um my buddy chris jericho and he said that he just interviewed alan and then he texted me all random like what the hell did you do with alan parsons like it was just so random <laughs> it's funny it's just I, I love how like i just love being a working musician you know i love yeah. singing on i love singing i love performing on people's albums i love yeah. performing live so you know if if uh i love to collaborate too so you know expect more collaborations more stuff with frontiers i've pitched that i'd love to do and i'd love to do an album uh of three singers with Rean and zonta nathan james Ooh. and myself Wow. I'd love to do that with, with a bunch of uh, power ballads and, and shit. Oh, so, please. Please, I love power ballads. <laughs> like power ballads with three vocal harmonies oh, and then God. like taking a verse each, like like the Spice Girls, but like with power ballads. Right. And and, and Spice Boys. <laughs> Spice Boys, there's, there's the name. There you go. But it's gotta be it's a working title. It's a working title. It's got to be B-O-I-S. <laughs> yeah, with the, uh, with the uh, umlauts on top. Yeah, exactly. Boss spice boss yes there you go (laughs) i love it yeah that Uh, i just got contacted by uh, another uh gentleman from uh from frontiers that does something similar so uh i'm very you know again more things that i put out into the universe and and they're manifesting so i love it i don't know yeah however it is it's it's happening it's all happening it's all happening it is all happening it's all happening it is all happening yeah, I love it, man. I love your passion for music. That's why I love talking to you so much. You're one of my favorite people to interview. So uh, Thank kudos, you. kudos on that. I had one last thing I wanted to ask you before I wrapped up. Last time you mentioned maybe doing some kind of anniversary for your first record. Uh, was that something you still got in the works or is uh, that kind of important for the time being? <laughs> no, I forgot about that. Um, must have been stoned when I said it. Uh, <laughs> if you don't write that shit down, you know, you know oh, where's my pen and paper? No. Um, <laughs> uh i feel comfortable with you i just bear my truth um yeah, <laughs> yeah um gosh that would be this year wouldn't it yep yep we're no last year oh, oh yeah wow god damn it already happened yeah. it already happened i, oh, well. I must have done a i must have just done an instagram post or something for it oh well it's still that still would have been cool i remember when that record came out man so uh, yeah it's crazy to me that's been that long yeah crazy to you crazy to me how yeah old were you when it came out i i think that was 2011 i was like 17 years old now i'm crazy now i'm like 28 so yeah it is nuts yeah wow all right Bonkers. well time um, time it's crazy yeah james this has been crazy this has been crazy fun uh the album is clean Bre- break coming home out this friday july 8th um anything else you want to plug before we wrap this up uh plug your ears no open your ears <laughs> open your hearts open your minds um uh man i'm i'm doing a lot of stuff uh if you're in the california area 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 it's area in california yeah. if uh if you're in the california uh bay area um i'm doing a bunch of stuff i've got a cover band called the lost boys i just happen to be wearing the shirt still from yesterday from oh, our nice day. Uh, and it's got our tour dates on the back, but um, we're going to be in Morgan Hill coming up on August 5th to doing a music in the park there. And these are all like, we get paid, don't worry, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but they're all free to the public events as far as I know. And um, so 
we've got the Morgan Hill uh, music at the park that we're doing on August 5th. We've got uh, August, ew, I don't know, 21st. It's on, it's literally on the back of my shirt. I'll turn around <laughs> and show you, but I, I'm, that'll be awkward. I don't know, don't know how I'm going to do that. Um, but just go to jamesdurbanofficial.com uh, or you can look up James Durbin on Bands in Town and follow me so that you get alerts of when I'm playing and where I'm playing. Um, most of my stuff though is, is out in California. That's, that's my bread and butter. So, um, I'd love to tour everywhere. I would love to, but, um, it's not financially lucrative everywhere. Um, and, and, and that surpasses my love too, uh, in in those ways. Um, uh, but yes, um, Instagram at James Durbin official youtube at james durbin official or youtube.com slash james durbin official and the kids today uh smash that subscribe button no hit the (laughs) subscribe smash the like like and ring the bell like the bell smash the bell (laughs) like the like and ring the subscribe and uh you can find me on facebook uh, uh durbin rock uh it's verified and um also on twitter yeah and watch out for the ring race yes watch out for ring rates yeah go forth um if you need anything i'm gonna get really close to the microphone yeah. if you need anything Mealgeneer will be at your side uh there's a sword in here somewhere there's a, <laughs> there's a plastic sword i have to keep the real one sheathed so yeah i've got yeah sword <laughs> with sword and hammer yeah. and and cornelius <laughs> nice. yielding a pen because i always misplaced my pen so he holds it um but with yeah go forth with sword shield and uh and keep your stinking hands off me you damn dirty apes awesome thanks james this has been a blast you got it alex thank you till next time i'm the sly dog peace love rock and roll Yes, always. And heavy metal. Yes. <laughs> Has to be said like that. You could you could have a southern accent like God, bang old man. Shoot, yep. man. Rock and roll. Peace, love. And <laughs> heavy metal. Hell yeah. All, All right. right. Thanks, brother. Till next time. Got it. Bye. Bye.